I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the headline battles are critical infrastructure, or the headlines are pandemic relief. Or the headlines are American Family Plan. And it all sounds like really good, responsible spending. Or is it? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. All right, it is time to think again big time. Uh, We've been talking about even just definitions of words uh, in terms of What does it mean? What is infrastructure? That's been a battle for the last several weeks now. Uh, I think I've made the case sufficiently on this show that the jazz winning is infrastructure. Uh, Look at the cranes out in downtown Salt Lake City. People are coming in and building. Jazz are winning. That's infrastructure. Uh, But we know there are so many places and spaces where it really isn't spending the money where we think it is. And uh, really pleased to be joined on the program today by former Congressman Jason Chaffetz, Uh, who, of course, uh, you see regularly on Fox News and other places, and someone who spent much of his career in Congress in that oversight role, talking about waste, fraud, and abuse. And uh, Jason joins us on the line today. Congressman, how you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it, boy. You bet. Well, this has been something that's uh, been a passion of yours for a long time. Uh, in terms of just making sure if we're if the government is going to spend money, and we know there are places government should spend money, uh, let's make sure there's no waste, fraud, or abuse. Uh, you have been working uh, over the last several months just exploring what is the spending going on that we've been saying, hey, this is all spending for pandemic relief. Well, there is, you know, I think everybody wants a an efficient, effective government. There is a proper role of government, and through some of the horrific things we've been through, there's there, there's room and need. Um, certainly, I think most people would nod their head and say, "Yeah, of course, we need to invest in infrastructure." But the problem is, once you look under the hood, once you go into the inspector general reports, and I'm one of those nerds that actually reads them, then you start to see some horrific things. For instance, Axios is out with a report today that they at the estimate is more than $400 billion in the unemployment relief was fraudulent, and that they estimate more than 70% of that is, have now left the shores of the United States of America. And so the waste, fraud, and abuse on just the unemployment benefits by the hundreds of billions is stunning. Um, and then when you look at the $1.9 trillion that was passed solely by Democrats and put into place, you start to look, there's a, it's um, pandemic. I think it's pandemicoversight.gov is the, is the website. You can start to drill down on this. President Biden gave this passionate um, uh, plea that, Hey, we needed to do this because we got to help the men and women who built this country. 
But there are literally billions upon billions of dollars that are being spent overseas. Uh, $600,000 to build two gazebos in Guantanamo Bay. $180,000 going to be spent on airplane repairs for an ejection seat on a test aircraft in Gabon in, there in Africa. Uh, uh, over $100,000 in scuba gear equipment in Uruguay. And, and you, so you start to look at all these examples, Boyd, and you start to realize we have, we're have we flush with so much money, they can't spend it fast enough. And consequently, even though they're asking for more, they're spending on a lot of stuff that has absolutely had nothing to do with COVID relief. Yeah, I, I, and I think that's the part that frustrates so many of us, because I think everyone does agree. You know, during the pandemic, was there a role of government, uh, especially relating to those who had lost jobs or lost opportunities there? Absolutely. But if you're if you're telling me that out of all of this money that we spend, uh, that our children and grandchildren and and children who uh, not only haven't been born yet, but their parents haven't even met yet, uh, are going to have to pay for all this stuff. Four hundred billion in in fraud in in more than half, more than more than half of them. When we pulled the money out of the American people's pockets and said, hey, we want to do this, we're going to give this to them. Um, to help them stay afloat. I mean, if you're in the transportation business, the hospitality industry, uh, you in restaurants and, and those types of things, service-type industries, you are devastated. So by the hundreds of billions of dollars, they didn't have the systems in place to protect against the inevitable fraud. So more than half the money ended up being fraudulent claims, and now they're saying that the overwhelming majority of that went to these fraudsters out of the country not and even that ain't, that not ain't even in the country back. yeah that's never coming yeah. that's not even coming back in uh the, you know the person who committed the fraud using it to right. buy something in america right. oh my goodness right. all right i, I want to ask you this because this is this is the area where uh, i think we can be equal opportunity offenders so to me if if the democrats and those on the left want to say hey we want to we want to help the little guy uh and the forgotten uh, then they should be the first ones calling for an audit of this kind of spending to make sure there is no waste, fraud, and abuse. And I think there are some on the right that are equally guilty uh, in terms of, hey, we're we're really the champions of the middle class. Uh, they should really start by looking at things like corporate welfare, welfare or how many of these, uh, how much of this money ended up going to businesses that either didn't need it or weren't eligible for it. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. Look, there's certain industries in certain places where I'd agree they don't need subsidies. They don't they don't need bailouts. They don't need, um, you know, a certain degree of help. Um, one of them that I put on that list were uh, federal employees and state employees, for that matter. I, I mean, their jobs weren't in jeopardy. They didn't go suffer the consequences. And yet a lot of people were paid a lot of money. Um, the other place that I think is ripe for fraud that we're going to hear a lot more about is, again, the Democrats passed this solely by themselves, but there is now a death benefit for anybody who died for, from COVID, but a payout that is up to $35,500 per person. Mm. Now, Senator Braun from Indiana and Senator Grassley from Iowa have done a good job questioning this. Um, even the, the Homeland Security has put out an FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions. How to modify a death certificate if it doesn't say COVID? 
how do you make it so it does say COVID? I mean, what could go wrong there? Oh, my um, gosh. I, and the ruling that you don't even have to be an American citizen in order to get the benefit. So I don't know how we pay for all of this. I think our heart goes out to a lot of people, but the the trillions of dollars that are being spent and that they want more. Think about it this way for a second. The budget 10 years ago under Barack Obama was about $3.7 trillion. Now they want $6 trillion. So a 50% increase in federal spending, 50% wow. in just a 10-year period. And the debt has then swelled from $16 trillion to nearly $30 trillion, nearly doubling. I mean, yeah. I, I, we can't sustain this. Yeah, and just the interest the interest payment on that uh, debt alone, while we're, while we're paying almost zero in interest now, if that just ticks up to historic averages, there's no there's no tax increase. There is well, we no pay, confiscation. We pay about a billion dollars a day just in interest at a rate that is near zero. <laughs> so when you're paying that much money, you don't get anything for that. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, and I always remind a people a day. that the people that that ends up hurting the most is the poor and the most vulnerable among us uh, because we're either going to have inflation that just runs away or we're going to have an economy that just gets whacked uh, by overtaxation. Uh, and none of that yeah. uh, is really for the benefit of the American people. Well, former Congressman Jason Chavis, we appreciate you jumping on, and I'm glad you still got that uh, focus on waste, fraud, and abuse. Uh, I think we all should start picking up the Inspector General report. I know that sounds really geeky, uh, but that's a triple dog dare on a Thursday, and uh, it'll help all of us understand where all these billions and trillions of dollars are going and who's going to pay for it in the end. Uh, Jason Chavis, thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Boyd. All right. Uh, again, such important things and, and really important to keep in mind. Yes, businesses needed some help, especially entrepreneurs and small businesses. Yes, employees that lost their job needed help. Yes, we had a host of things that needed to be done in the midst of the pandemic. That's great. That is the proper role of government. But this kind of waste, fraud and abuse, if we're spending 100000 to get scuba, deer, scuba gear for Uganda, I don't think that is pandemic relief for the citizens of the United States of America. So we need to call on both sides of the aisle to audit, to check, and to be accountable for all this stuff they're proposing that we spend our hard-earned money on. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.